This morning I would like to speak a message, Proverbs about purity. What does Proverbs say about purity? It's not a popular subject today. But I took time to go through the book of Proverbs and picked up few things. Even though Proverbs was written three millennia ago, it is very much applicable to our own time. And as I was studying this particular message, for, for this particular message, five words stood out in my mind. Now I'm going to speak very slowly so that you can understand every word I speak. Before I read this portion, I would like to remind you five English words. She caused him to yield. She caused him to yield. How many verses are there? Five. She caused him to what? Yield. Young people, keep that five words at the forefront of your heart. Perhaps you may say, the wisest man, Solomon, who wrote this, why is he blaming only women? You know why? The answer is right there. Why is he talking about women? Why is he picking about women? You need to understand. Solomon is advising his son. If he were advising his daughter, he would have said the very same thing. So this is for both men and women alike. So I would like to read first chapter 5 verses 1 to 10, but I will be reading many, many Bible verses. Proverbs about purity. My son, attend unto my wisdom, bow thine ear to my understanding, that thou mayest regard discretion, that thy lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman, the lips of a strange woman, drop as a honeycomb, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Now these are weighty, weighty words. I trust, friends, you always read, or at least a chapter a day, of the book of Proverbs. It would keep you from a lot of trouble in your own lives. Notice here. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a such. Sharp as a two-edged sword, her feet go down to death, her steps take hold on hell. Lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life, her ways are movable. Study these words. Take your dictionary. Try to figure it out what these words mean, that thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, depart not from the words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her, and come not nigh the door of her house, lest thou give thine honor unto others, and thy ears unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth, thy labors be in the house of a stranger. Let me read verse 11 also. Thou mourn at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed. Let's pray our loving Heavenly Father. We thank and praise you for your precious word. Speak to us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message is going to be centered around five simple thoughts. The warning about immorality. The warning. The warning about immorality. Lengthy portions are given there as warning about immorality. Then Solomon gave a story. That's why I simply put the story of immorality in Proverbs. The story, just a story. Then the third thing I noticed, the price of immorality, the price, a heavy tag or a price to be paid for immorality. The result of immorality then the prevention of immorality. All those things are right there in the book of Proverbs. All I said three million years ago, 
the writer wrote about immorality how important for young and old i like to read this particular book and apply the truth in our own lives first of all i would like to focus upon the warnings about immorality you have been warned but very little people pay attention young people mark down these words don't be don't be dreamers let your ears be open to hear what god's word has to say this will protect your life protect your testimony you will be useful to the lord i'm like to read already we read proverbs chapter 1 5 verse 1 to 10 he gives us lot of warnings turn to chapter 2 chapter 2 verse 16 to 19 these are all warnings to deliver thee from a, from the strange woman strange woman maybe he is talking about a harlot a whore even from the stranger which flattereth with her words which forsaketh the guide of her youth she was taught what to do right and what not to do you know what the bible says she forsook the guide of her youth can you imagine young ladies and young men when they leave the home you go to some of those cities where they study what type of immorality in which they are involved unimaginable young people unimaginable addicted to pornography and all kinds of sexual activities they are involved because the parents are not there no supervisor there they don't care what type of a sickness they going to contract they don't care it reminds me of a young man who studied in this very same bible college immoral wicked ways he became an hiv patient when we came to know when we confronted him i told him he need he needs to leave the place he told me i would leave listen very carefully if you would pay me the money i demand what choice is there for me i said how much so he put the price and i paid and i got him out from this very same campus 3 months later i met him where i was staying another 3 months time the young man is gone no more on the face of the earth friends heavy price to be paid now notice here to deliver thee from the strange woman these instructions are given to it to safeguard you from a strange woman even from the stranger which flattereth with her words which forsake the forsake the guide of her youth forgetteth forget forgetteth the covenant of her god for her house now read these things you i don't need to explain any of these things it's self explanatory everything what i read for her house inclineth unto death and her pass unto the dead now notice verse 19 none that go unto her turn again none that goes to her turn again neither take they hold of the pass of life sad stories to deliver thee from the strange woman even from the stranger which flattereth with her words for her house inclineth unto death and her pass unto the dead now what's the instruction friends the path to the adulterous house is the path that leads to death none who go to her return then solomon warns and says some strange adjectives he used about her her body her tongue the lips of a strange woman the lips of a strange woman who forsook the covenant of god what she learned she said no i have no delight no desire for the things i have been taught and my parents practiced the churches where i church where i attended i have no regard for any of those things i am mine own now let me give you an example young people 
a young lady who studied in this very same institution. She left to Bangalore to study some, the way in which she was moving around with young people. One of the young men told her, this is not a good thing. You know what she, how she responded? And she said, I'm not under the supervision and control of South India Baptist Bible College anywhere. I am no more under the control of South India Baptist Bible College rules and regulations. Young people, the things you are learning today, if you guard, if you keep it in your heart and mind, it's going to protect you. Otherwise, pretty soon, you will sell your body to a young man or a young man may sell his body to a, a, another person. not play. These are not games to be played in your Christian life. Guard your life with all purity. Says the lips of a strange woman drops us in honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. Her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Her ways are Moveable, then says, remove your way from her. Go not near to her door. You know why Solomon said all these things? It will harm you. It will destroy you. Turn to chapter 6, verse 24 to 35, but I will not read all, but I would like to read verse 25. Last not after her beauty, pretty good, pretty good looking girl. She put all the ornaments. She put a lot of makeup. A pretty girl. But her ornaments is like uh, an ornament in the, in, the, in the ears of a pig. She has co no common sense. Absolutely no common sense. Lust not after her beauty. In thine heart neither let her take thee with her eyelids. Eyelids. Now don't laugh. Serious thing. Some men are also like that. You may not put makeup in your eyes. But you have, your ways are the same. Why you laugh? The adulteress will hunt for precious life. All these words are warning. Is it not a warning for you? Is it not enough for you to learn? That's why I tell you, pick up these words, verses on read. Verse 24, it says, evil woman, strange woman, whorish woman. You know the word strange, I was looking into the original word. A woman who broke the covenant with God. She's a whore. She worships idols. She's an alien. She has no relationship with God and God's people. When Solomon was Telling a strange woman, he experienced those things in his own life. What Ham did it in his own life when he got married to strange women? From his own experience, he wrote these things. This is what happened to me when I got married to those strange women. Young people, I could give you examples after examples. Young, good Christian men, they thought, well, if I get married to so-and-so, my life is going to be wonderful. It turned to be the, just the opposite, my friends. That's why the Bible says, lust not after beauty. Beauty is vain. Favor is deceitful. He who fears the woman, she shall be praised. Young men, you look for beauty. Beauty is important. Nothing wrong in it. If you are only looking for beauty, you are thoroughly mistaken. Beauty is vain. Favor is deceitful. He who fears the woman, she shall be praised. Young ladies, when you try to get married to a man or making arrangements or love a person, look for a man who truly loves the Lord. Very, very important. Solomon 
When he wrote about the strange women, he thought through the strange wives he had. They took his heart away. So finally, Solomon was compelled to bring high places for them. Otherwise, Solomon could not sleep in the night. Can you imagine all those wives around him? The strange one. I was further, I did some more research about the strange women. This is what I found. She is unusual, confused, weird. That, that's what a strange woman. The one who lived outside the covenant of God. She was a pagan. Such women were there even in among the Israelites. No exception. any surprise and wonder Solomon said about strange women. Even today, my friend, there are so many strange women. women. Are you strange? I'm asking you. You know in your heart whether you are a strange woman or a strange man. As a warning, many, many scripture portions are there about Solomon warning young people and older people. A warning. Read it. What can I learn from all these things? Take lessons. Why? It is given. 3,000 years ago, Solomon wrote this. Took, think about among all the politicians today. Sexually immoral people. Not all, but some. Then the second thing I want you to notice, the story of immorality. The story of immorality. And I was thinking, the, the whole thing is given in chapter 7. Turn to chapter 7, it's worth reading. Verse 6 on chapter 7. This is the story he is telling. And beheld among the simple. Simple ones I discerned among the youths. Among the youths. A simple one, no discretion, no discernment. A drone. You know what is a drone? D-R-O-N-E drone. A lazy fellow. Who will not do a thing. All is, you know, just, you have, I did some studies about the, the bees. The drone. The drone, they wouldn't do anything. That's unfertilized egg. Finally, it will turn to be a drone. What they do? They fly in the air. Go and have sex with the queen. Once they have sex with the queen, it dies. They will never do any work. They will depend upon the female bees to bring the honey inside. They keep drinking. They don't do a thing. Now think about these things. Verse 6, he says, And at the window of my house, I looked through my casement. And I beheld among the simple, simple ones, I discerned among the youth, a young man, notice this, void of understanding, no discernment, no discretion. Some of you may be like this, my friend. A young man, void of understanding, passing through the street. Near her corner. And he went the way of her house. Nothing to do, lazy fellow, nothing to do. He was... A lame duck sitting on the eggs. Nothing to do. But he thought, let me take a casual walk and walk around. I'm going to pass through that horse house. True, my friend. Don't take it lightly. What happened? Listen. 
in the twilight in the evening in the in the black and dark night and behold there met him a woman met him a woman who did not stay at home he was outside the house trying to capture men who comes that way with the attire of a harlot and a subtle of heart she had she tried to attract people by their sex they the, the way she was wearing clothes you know so many women today you know how they attract women attract men they just they they dress like almost half naked now when somebody rapes them the blame goes to the man well that's what she wanted that's why she is attracted that's how she attracted men i'm not giving an excuse to men but listen the rest of the story she is loud now remember she is loud she is loud and stubborn her feet abide not in the house in her house now is she without now in the streets and lieth in wait at every corner where can i catch my prey so she caught him noticed what did she did and kissed him with an impudent face and said unto him i have peace offerings with me this day how i this this day have i prayed paid my vows therefore came i forth to meet thee woman of lies a whore a harlot diligently to seek thy face and i have found thee i was looking for you and i found you finally i have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry with carved woods with fine linen of egypt i have perfumed my bed with myrrh aloes and cinnamon come let us take out fill of love until the morning let us solace ourselves with loves notice this he degraded her husband tried to put blame upon her husband she said oh for the good man is not at home the good man she knew how he took care of her the good man is not at home come and lie with me let's have some good time together he's gone a long journey he hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed not his words 21 with her much fair speech she caused him to yield you know what i told you she caused him to what yield yield fair speech the the way she spoke the the honey would drop from her mouth but she caused him to yield even though he resisted maybe for a while but she fell she became a victim to her smooth speech with the flattering of her lips she forced him he goeth after her straight straight way as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of stocks notice this till the dart till the dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life hearken unto hearken unto me now therefore o ye children attend to my words o my attend attend to my words of my mouth let not thine heart decline to her way go not astray in her paths for she has noticed this you know when i was studying in berian baptist bible college dr johnson reminded us this even today even though 40 plus years went by now almost 50 years went by never ever forgotten that particular message dr jake johnson preached in the chapel you know this for she hath cast down many wounded she has cast down many wounded a many strong men have been slain by her is it not enough for you to take take advice from god's word she cast down many 
Those people who went her way never returned. Why Solomon had given all these things? He knew it well. He saw it. Think about a mighty man like Samson. Mighty man. Played with a harlot. What happened to Samson? Samson thought nothing will harm me. I'm a mighty man. She, he played with sin. He played with sin. Finally, his both eyes gone. They chained him. Finally, they put him to grind. Grind. Sin blinds you. Sin chains you. Sin makes you to grind. Do not forget. Don't ever play with sin. That's what it happened. A mighty man like Samson. You know, one of the modern writers paraphrased of this profound and sad tale. Solomon's eyes fell upon a young man. This youth had turned his back upon all counsel. It's paraphrased. I'd like to read this. I wrote it down, the whole thing, so that I can read it to you in a language which you can understand. Solomon's eye, eyes fell upon a young man. This youth had turned his back upon all counsel. How many times he had been counseled? He was involved with the wrong crowd. Do you have wrong crowd around you? He thought he had all the answers, yet he was untaught, immature, and protected. Apparently he had no wise plans for the evening. Acted like a drawn, nothing to do. He was sitting duck on an easy victim. Slowly walking the streets, he is met by a tempestress. Now what is a tempestress? A woman who tempts or entice man. She is married woman, but unfaithful one. She is dressed in sexy attire and has a subtle approach. She, she is talkative to the point of being boisterous, well acquainted with the evil ways of the world. She is self-willed, brash, brash means harsh, Cocky and arrogant, possessive and flattering. She inflates her ego but deflates his resistance. She had her plans well stocked out and attractively prepared. Her victim was chosen. He was flattered by her attention and was ready to yield. The temptation was giving every promise of success. Instead of running from it, the youth remained to enjoy it. The delight of temptation was about to become a tragedy of indulgence. She insinuated or suggested that her husband gone away taking plenty of money so that he could have a good time. So why should she be left alone? She not only flattered this young man, but she played upon his sympathy as she downgraded her husband. Her victim was elevated. In his own thinking, five words tells us the graphic story of the, the moral collapse of this young man. She caused him to yield. Thousands of men around today, my friend. Thousands. Thousands of men. You may know even some people. And one man put it this way. Those men become like department store Merchandise, slightly soiled, greatly reduced in price. Let me read it again. Such men have become like department store, store merchandise, slightly, slightly soiled, greatly reduced in price. Uh, you may be thinking, now you know someone like this. A young man void of understanding, nothing to do, always enjoyed talking to the harlots or a whore. She caused him to 
killed. Number three, the price of immorality. There is not all that Hollywood actress would say, well, this is fun, we are enjoying. Yesterday I was reading, 16 women in the prime of their youth, they thought everything is going to be wonderful. I'm going to have sex with this, this, this. All 16 of them divorced. Their fun did not last for long. The price of immorality it is costly. The book of Proverbs portrays the price of immorality throughout the book. As I already mentioned, it is not as the holy would portrays it. It is not all luxury and pleasure with no after effects. Listen to chapter Proverbs chapter 2 verse 18. For her house leads down to death and her paths. 5.4 But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as toward sword. 5.5 five. Her feet go down to death, her steps take hold on hell. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. 5.22 His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself and he shall be holden with the cords of his sin. Example, Samson. His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself and he shall be holden with the cords of his sin. 6.27 can, can a man take fire in his bosom? And his cross not be burned. 6.28. Can one go upon hot coals. And his feet not be burned. 6.33. Wounds and dishonor he will get. And his reproach will not be wiped away. Now listen young people. Wounds and dishonor will get. He will get. And his reproach will not be wiped away. Chapter 7, 22 and 23. He goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks till a dart strikes through his liver. As a bird hasteth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life, so the price of immorality is very high. The price of immorality is very high. Name some of the price of immorality. HIV, ill health, divorce. Parents go from one house to another house to see their children in the weekend. That's the price of immorality. Your flesh will rotten. At the end, you don't know what to do. No cure, no medicine for your immorality. This is not true of many, many young men. I'm repeating verbatim many years ago, I was traveling by Greyhound bus to go to, uh, to South Carolina to attend Bob Jones University. By the time she is an old lady sitting next to us and said, she could not even move, she was so frail, all wrinkles. This is what exactly she said today. I'm reaping the consequence of my sin. As a youth, young woman, she went to the city of San Francisco, lived all her life in wickedness. Now she's going back to her hometown. She said, I'm reaping the consequence of my sin. As what exactly the writer is writing today. To remind you young people, pay attention to God's word. The price of immorality is very high. Very high. Number four. The results of immorality. I'll give you some. The results of immorality. God can forgive our immorality, but he does not remove the results. Just like in the, in the house of David. God forgives David, but he had to bear the consequences. 
the result there is a there is a there is a there is a result for your immorality there are five areas the person is affected five areas these are the results and solomon puts it in black and white personally read 59 personally when you give your honor to, a, to another you give your whole self away proverbs 59 tells us lest thou give thine honor unto others and thy ears unto the cruel that's what i explained a minute ago one commentary says the slave of lust sacrifices ears the slave of lust sacrifices ears <clears throat> the word honor is not so much reputation as the english implies this is what it means the grace and freshness of youth gone can you imagine a man or a woman who is living in immorality the grace and the freshness gone forever then emotionally proverbs chapter 5 verse 11 to 14 says thou mourn at the last thou mourn at the last just like that woman she mourned and wept <clears throat> i am reaping the consequence of my sin and solomon put it 3000 years ago and thou mourn at the last when thy flesh and thy body are consumed and say how how i hated instruction and my heart despised reproof is that you young man and thou mourn at the last when thy flesh and thy body are consumed and say how have i hated instruction and my heart is despised reproof today when you try to give you instruction you despise you disregard your body will rotten like a like a leaf in the in the in, in, in on the tree it falls down when it is all done it turns to yellow color it falls down that's how it withered no more life and i have not obeyed the voice of my teachers nor inclined my ear to them that instructed me is that true of you young people warnings after warnings instructors teachers pastors would try to give it to you but it falls into deaf ears you now know this no regard no love you 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 do not want to hear you close your ears when someone is trying to protect your life finally uh, financially you suffer i won't have time to read all those things maybe i'll read it chapter 10 to chapter 5 verse 10 let strangers be filled with thy wealth thy labors be in the house of a stranger young man your lifetime earning may go away when you play with a harlot you may get married to a harlot when you are out there in a, in a workplace the harlot will load up everything in the in the car and go away that your labor will be in her house i have seen this many many places many many homes He went and married to a harlot. He went for work. By the time she came back home, the home is empty. Nothing there. Where is his wealth today? In the home of a harlot. That's what Solomon says. 6.26 For by means of a whorish woman. Listen. Li- read. If you do not know, look into the, into the dictionary and learn it. For by means of a whorish woman. Whorish means... a harlot is a man is brought to a piece of bread you are reduced to nothing a prostitute leads you to poverty that's what it means a lifetime of work and savings are often eroded completely in the wake of a divorce resulting from immorality the majority of such people their salary goes to alimony alimony payments child support and legal bills because they could not resist the temptation of immorality the fourth thing they will not regain the path of life they will not regain the path of life how what does it mean 
Notice verse 19. None that go unto her return again, neither take their hold of the path of life. It does not mean that her, her or his sin will not be forgiven. It simply means that the stature they had, the wonderful respect they had once upon a time in their community, in their church, in the workplace, cannot be built it again. People will not respect such people. Someone said, an eagle with a broken wing will never fly as that eagle used to fly. An eagle with a broken wings, even though it heals, it will never soar to the highest plane where the eagle used to fly because it is, it is broken even though it is healed. The, your reputation, you cannot build it back again. Lost. Lost. That doesn't mean that God will not forgive. God forgives. Then there is a social thing. Proverbs chapter 6, 29 to 35, two people think, well, whatever we committed within between the two, it does not stop there. There is a whole network of people who are affected. By divorce, children, parents, grandparents, church people, a host of them are affected of your immoral life. Your immoral life. Having said all these things, he said, I have a suggestion for you. He said, the prevention of immorality, how to prevent immorality. Proverb gives wise counsels for preventing immorality. Do you have ears to hear? Listen. If you have ears to hear, listen. Read the book of Proverbs. Memorize, study. Respond to the counsel of God's word. Respond. Respond to the counsel of God's word. Listen to the pleas of the father. The father tells the son that wisdom will keep him from giving into the tempestuous, the, the woman who tempts. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. My son, attend unto my wisdom. Bow thine ear to my understanding. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 to 5 says, My son, keep my words. Lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live. And my laws as the apple of the eye. Bind them upon thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thy hearts. Psalm 119 verse 9 says. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed to thy word. God's word is your counselor. God's word counsels you. That's why it is important to keep God's word in your heart. Number two, reject an arrogant attitude. Reject an arrogant attitude. You may think, well, I'm not like that man. I'm spiritually matured. Nothing can tame me. I will not become a victim to those circumstances. You are, the moment you think you are right there, you know what the Bible says? Proverbs chapter 7 verse 26 says, for she hath cast down many wounded. She has cast down many wounded. You may be in that list someday, my friend, if you don't pay attention to God's word. Yea, many strong men, men like Samson, men like David, they became victims to those whores or whatever you want to call. It says, yea, many strong men have been slain by her past. So don't have an arrogant attitude and say, no, he may do that, she may do that, but I will not. The moment you think, you are right there. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 18 says, pride goes before destruction and haughty spirit before a fall. Don't, don't think it can happen to you. It happened to David. It happened to David. Many, many mighty men whom God used in a mighty way for years, finally they became victims. Recognize the danger of improper 
conversation danger of improper conversation when there is an opposite sex there don't try to talk sexual language refrain refrain sexual talk with opposite sex is very dangerous very dangerous it is not an appropriate behavior for a man of god or a woman of god then fourth thing run away from temptations run away from temptations flee temptation someone said listen very carefully the best equipment for maintaining moral purity is the best pair of running shoes you can afford wear them and use them may i repeat it again so someone said the best equipment for maintaining moral purity is the best pair of running shoes you can afford wear them and use them run away run away proverbs chapter 5 verse 8 says remove thy way far from her is not simple and clear enough for you young people to learn it remove thy way far from her and come not nigh the door of her steps proverbs 7:25 let not thine heart decline to her her way go not astray in her paths first corinthians 6:18 tells us flee fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the without the body but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body second timothy 2:22 flee also youthful lust number 5 realize the fulfillment of your marriage relationship fulfill remember realize the fulfillment of your marriage relationship tremendously given in chapter 5 1523 some women they think or men they think having sex with wife is a is a sin no sexual relation is relationship is very important i tell you some example One of my seniors who studied in Berean Baptist Bible College, my cousin would know if I would tell his name. Having three children, all of a sudden he got the idea, I'm sinning if I have sex with my husband, I'm sinning against him. End up in divorce. The woman died, the man is still alive. No, there are men also in this category. My cousin could say he worked with, him, with a man. He got married the same day. The wife wanted to sleep with him. He said, "No, no, 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 no. This is not the reason we got married. You need to sleep there, and I sleep. He sleep here. Why did he get married? My cousin can tell. Yes, you know that particular portion I said, Proverbs chapter five, verse fifteen to twenty-three, gives some some explicit language. Explicit language. Maintaining your marriage as a defense against immorality." immorality one last thing my friend resolve to guard your heart resolve to guard your heart follow the advice of job follow the advice of job you know what job said i made a covenant with my eyes eyes why then should i think upon a maid of you young men you may meditate upon girls whole night you know what job said i made a covenant with my eyes covenant you know what is a covenant an agreement with my eyes how could i look at a maid with a lustful eyes you think it is simply written no proverbs 423 keep thy heart with all diligence out of it are the issues of life Pro- proverbs 625 lust not her beauty in the heart do not lust after the beauty of another it is it is good way to guard your heart someone said i quote and being forewarned is forearmed forewarned is forearmed forewarned these are all warning this simply means forearm resist the type of temptation you know the sign of the house this is again a quote the sign of the house of adultery that says nothing to pay listen young people the board sign says an adulterous home they say nothing to pay Listen nothing to pay is, is only true for getting in the door getting in the door nothing to pay listen but to get out you will have to leave all you have and all you are resolve today to guard your heart 
with all diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence. Are you heavy hearted? Are you heavy hearted? Because I preach this message. You cannot undo the harm you already done. You cannot undo what you have done in the past. But you can resolve to live for God. Just like David. David cried unto the Lord. I acknowledge my transgression. My sin is ever before you, O Lord. Cry out to God. There is forgiveness. You can be forgiven by God. Rebuild a life of faithfulness and integrity. The warning is there. Narrated the story of immorality. The price of immorality. The result of immorality. And the prevention of immorality. You have a heart to obey. You can prevent great sorrows in your life. Great sorrows in your life. She caused him to yield. She caused him to yield. You may be someday in that shoes. If you don't guard your heart. Guard young people. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Would you do that? Would you make that resolution this morning and say, Lord... You spoke to my heart. You know your life better than anyone else. I don't know what your past. Say your past is pure. Good. I'm glad for it. But take, pay attention to this advice. Solomon had given three millennia ago. He said, she caused him to fall. Therefore what? Guard your heart. Guard. Guard your heart. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Now I'm looking around. Would you pray this prayer and say, Lord, help me to guard my heart. Help me, O oh Lord, to guard my heart. She caused him to fall. She caused him to yield. Don't be arrogant. Don't be proud. You can easily be in the trap of a wicked person, either a man or a woman. Do you pray this morning and say, Lord, help me to guard my heart. Help me, O oh Lord, to keep your word in my heart. Is that your prayer? If that is your prayer, would you raise your hand that I can pray for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I saw hands all across, all over the places. You can put your hand down, hands down. Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I saw those hands. You can put it down. Anyone else? Lord, I make a resolution. I resolve to guard my heart. Help me, O oh Lord, help me to guard my heart. That's your prayer. Would you raise your hand that we can pray for you? Anyone else? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I saw hands all over the places. Down, let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, thank you and praise you for your word and the men and women who made the resolution, made the decision to follow it. Lord, I pray those to seal this decision in their hearts. In Jesus' name we pray.